Welcome to the Slingshot Show with your host, Jonathan Bowles. What's up, guys? Let's get this show on the road. Let's do it. Happy Friday, everybody. What is going on? We'll wait a little minute or two for some people to jump up. I'm going to write some notes down. I was writing some thoughts down that I wanted to talk about. We'll go ahead and finish doing that. Oh, look out. J-Dub in the house. Oh, and the lobster himself is here. Come on, man. Andy, the king of sandwiches. The Yogi of the Hoagie, the Sultan of Sandwich, PB and Jesus, Collins in the house, people coming out of the woodwork. I love it. I love it. Yes, come on, get them good vibes. You in the right place. You in the right place. You in the right place. All right, all right. Um, I, man, what a week, huh? What a week. There's been so much stuff been happening. I don't know about you guys, but I mean, this week, just straight up blow your hair back if you were here for it. You know what I'm saying? So much going on. So much going on. Oh, man. All right. Well, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. I'm just writing down some key words for me to uh, remember. Some things that really kind of struck me this week that I heard. I'm going to be honest with you guys. A lot of this stuff that uh, a lot of the stuff that I talk about on these Instagram lives and stuff like that, this is just me taking things that have affected me, taking things that have uh, helped me through through my week, through my journey, through all the stuff that I got going on, and I'm just kind of repackaging them a little bit with my flavor and putting it right back out there to you. You know, uh, I think that's uh, kind of safe to say that there's nothing new under the sun, that there's not necessarily anything out there that is a brand new uh, completely original thought. We're all influenced by all this kind of stuff. And, um, and so, yeah, I mean, we actually, uh, this, this past week or uh, this past Wednesday, we had, uh, I think we were on week number four of the slingshot summer launch program that we're, uh, that we're doing with a bunch of, uh, small business owners, some people that are trying to get things off the ground. And, uh, you know, uh, a good friend of mine, he was the guest speaker this weekend or this week on Wednesday when we do those, uh, and uh, he, he posed this question in there uh, that was just really, really powerful. I mean, I'll go ahead and share it so that you guys can uh, you know, be thinking about it too because uh, it, it, was, it was a great one. He's like, uh, fast forward three years from now, what would need to take place both personally and professionally for you to be happy with the progress that you've made over the next three years? And like, wow, what a great question. So fast forward three years. To July 2023, where would you need to be personally and professionally to be happy with the progress that you've made? And I, I love it. I mean, I wrote that down, you know, and that's that's going to be a topic of discussion for the one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions I'm doing uh, throughout next week. And uh, it was great. But then offline, he told me, he's like, you know what? Someone asked me that question at a like business seminar that he went to like 20, 25 years ago and it just kind of stuck with him throughout the entire time, you know? And there's been things like that that have stuck with me that honestly, I, I have built my life on some of these phrases and some of these things that I've heard from other people 
and, uh, you know, straight up just told him, like, you know, tried to reach out to him, like, hey, what you said really impacted me. What you said really, uh, I really took that to heart, and I've really made it my own and kind of, you know, remixed it a little bit. I hope I have your blessing to, you know, to be to be saying this stuff. And, and uh, you know, so it's powerful, right? But uh, I don't know. That's a little, little food for thought, little question. But mostly just to tell you that, like, guys, uh, a lot of this stuff that I'm saying, this is me right here with you. I'm not doing these Instagram live things. I'm not trying to set up, you know, this, uh, you know, world headquarters here, you know, with a plywood backdrop. Trust me, it's about to get a lot better up in here. We're taking this thing to the next level. We're flying people in and uh, we're going to, we're really going to take this uh, to another level of, of excellence and make it look good so we can be able to reach more people and doing stuff like that. I, I'm not doing this because I think in any way that I'm better than you or I'm ahead of you. I just want to help. I just want to help. And so I take what has helped me. I take those things that have helped uh, me along my journey throughout the week. And then I'm spitting them back to you. That's, I mean, you follow me on Instagram, you follow me on Twitter, Facebook, wherever you follow me. You know, uh, a lot of the stuff that I'm posting on there, that's me talking to myself. That's stuff that I need to be hearing. And, uh, you know, I was listening to something this week and, uh, and it just really kind of brought to light and it, it kind of made me feel good. And I don't know who needs to hear this right now, but uh, they said, you know, these people on Instagram all the time or, or, you know, whatever on social media, we always be posting these inspirational quotes and different things like that. But when it comes down to it, what have you done? What have you done? And, you know, here I am about, uh, I guess, let's see, October will be eight years removed from any sort of, uh, I guess you could say normal employment, eight years removed um, from the institution of, uh, you know, mega church Christianity that I gave most of my life to up until that point, the first 31 years of my life was really centered around that whole world. It's been eight years since I've walked away from that. And, you know, when I first, when I first, uh, you know, eight years ago, my, when I had my, you know, day one of, you know, what I would say, living a, a life like a pirate and being an entrepreneur and trying to start things over and, and just living differently and still wanting to be a voice and still wanting to help people, but not really knowing what to do. You know, I had plans. I remember guys, this is crazy. I remember the, the first week, you know, as I was, you know, kind of making plans now that I was no longer working anywhere. I remember writing down that like, I would like to have be making $120,000 a year. And I had like done the math and it's like, okay, I need four different income streams. Uh, and those income streams need to be at about this much per month. And, and I thought to myself that like, I'll just take one month and, and work on each income stream and then just build them. And then, you know, four to maybe six months down the road, I'll have all my income streams pouring in ready, regular, doing the stuff, doing the thing, right? Guys, I thought I would be able to do that in three to six months. Hey, guess what? I was wrong. <laughs> I, had, I had way overestimated what I could do in the short term. And that's what happens. You know, we get these ideas of like what we want, what we need, and we get these plans and we start rolling down the road. And then you very quickly realize that, oh, this is going to take a lot longer and cost me a lot more than I intended. This is going to be a lot harder than I originally thought. 
And that's when discouragement sets in and that's when a lot of people begin to bail. That's when a lot of people begin to tap out of it and they just, I'm done, I can't do it, I'm not cut out for this. And they start looking for the chicken exit before they even really get on the roller coaster. You know, and, and so I want to uh, I want to encourage you that wherever you're at in your journey, listen, I am just now eight years in just now. Listen, I still don't have those four different streams of income. Now, I got multiple streams of income. They're doing good, but they're not paying me still to this day what I originally had intended. And man, I've been blown off course so many different times and in so many different ways. My life is completely different than what I had imagined. But guys, I'm telling you. Uh, it's, uh, it's going to take a lot longer and it's going to cost you a lot more. It's going to be tougher, but man, it is so much fun. It is so worth it to get out there and to do really what's in your heart to do. And, uh, you just got to decide, commit to it and decide like, Hey, there ain't no, no turning back. You know, uh, I, uh, I got a, I got a tattoo a couple of uh, days ago. I actually, it was last Friday. Uh, and, uh, it's got the tattoo right here. It says cut the lifeboats real big. Uh, real big on here. And that is, uh, you know, I want to, I want to kind of give a little bit of the background before I dive into some of these words this week that, uh, that really, uh, helped me out along the way. But, uh, that actually that phrase cut the lifeboats that comes from a story in the Bible, you know, and I don't know for those of you that are watching or listening to this, you know, that's my background. I was raised uh, super Christian in the super South, you know, and, um, that's kind of my flavor. Now, I have evolved and grown, and I've got a lot of different things that, that I believe now. I've really completely changed my outlook on literally everything, and you know, and really, I, I still have some sort of spirituality, but it's, it's, it's wild, it's wacky, it's real different, you know? But um, uh, I still relate a lot to the stories in the Bible, just like I would relate to a story that is on the movie screen, or a story that I see on Netflix, or a story that I read in any books. I mean, when you bring the Bible uh, and you put it on the same level of a piece of literature like Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings or whatever, some piece of literature like that, you can realize that there's truth in both of those things. It's when you begin to elevate something to say that this is the only thing and this is exactly what this means and you, it leaves no room for personal interpretation, then that's when it begins to get dangerous. But if you can just take it as a story that's on a piece of paper, then have fun with it. Have fun with it. What does it mean to you? So Acts chapter 27 was something that meant a lot to me, even back in the days when I was a pastor. And so you have this guy named Paul who was just kind of a wild man. He had a kind of a, a life transition, a lot like mine, you know, for a long, long time. Really, most of his adult life, your boy was what he referred to himself as a Pharisee of Pharisees. That means that he was a religious butthead and more of a butthead than any other religious butthead that was out there. He was the one that was out there abusing people and beating people over the head with the Bible. He's the people that, you know, outside protesting abortion clinics and doing this and that and whatever, right? The hardcore, man, the hardest of the hard. And then one day he just has this spiritual awakening, totally changes everything, and he changes his mind about the whole deal, and he really began to be uh, a completely different person at that point. And so the second half of his life, your boy is on a boat. He has this mission. He's like, there's this place that I need to go, and I want to go and check this place out. I feel like I need to be there. I feel like that's my next step, right? So he gets on this boat, and he goes out there, and of course, uh, like most things that happen, especially here in 2020, we have a set course, we have a set plan, and then all of a sudden something comes in and starts blowing us left and right, a storm comes and disrupts the entire thing. 
I don't know about you, but my 2020 has been completely and totally and utterly disrupted. Completely. And it keeps getting more and more disrupted by the day. You know, turn off the news so you don't know which disruption to worry about right here and right now, you know? And so he's in there. And this storm is going on and the crew on the boat, they start freaking out. And these guys, they have this lifeboat on, on, you know, attached to the back of the boat. And so these guys start kind of trailing off the back and they're going to go and they're going to jump in the lifeboat, right? And Paul sees them do that. And he says, hey, you guys get back in the boat because if you don't get back in this boat, we all going down. You know, these are the guys that are supposed to be helping sail this ship and they're bailing out. And he's like, man, if you guys get out of here, then what, then, then we, none of us have a prayer. So get in here. Let's get rid of those lifeboats and let's keep going because I'm on a mission and we're going for it, you know? And so what the, 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 the little part in that story there where I get the, you know, where I get that line from cut the lifeboats, that right there is what it says that the guys got back in the boat. They cut away those lifeboats and they watched them drift away. I don't know if you've got a plan B right now. I don't know if you've got that exit door, that exit strategy. Or maybe right now you know which direction you should be going. You know that mission that is in your heart. You know that thing that you're wanting to do, that business you're wanting to start. And maybe you already camped out in the damn lifeboat. Maybe you already camped out and you already got one foot out the door and you even scared to, to really, you know, you kind of started out on the right direction and then you're, oh, I'm out. This is too hard for me. I'm gone. You got to cut the lifeboats. And I don't know if you've ever been in that situation. You know, maybe, uh, you know, kind of the, the idea that comes to my mind is like a, you know, some, you know, like a, like a young warrior left in the wilderness. And, and, you know, he sees that tribe walk away and here he is. He's just, all right, the only way through this you know, the only is to is to go deeper into the darkness, is to go deeper into the pain, go deeper into the suffering, go deeper into the storm. It says that they cut the lifeboats and they watched them drift away. And so I don't know, you know, that lifeboat could be anything. It could be a relationship, it could be a job, it could be basically what it really is, is cut the safety nets, yo. Let's join the circus. Get rid of the safety nets. Let's up the degree of difficulty. Let's get risky. Let's get out there and risk it for the biscuit. You know what I'm saying? And so it says they cut the lifeboats and they watched watch them drift away. And then this is what happened in that story. We all want to think, we all want to think that like, oh, well, and then the sun came up and the wind and the waves, they all calmed down and he was able to get to where he wanted to go. No problem. And everything was great after that. It is absolutely not what happened. That boat actually wrecked, shipwrecked on an island that he did not intend to go to. Guys, I have, I have news for you. Wherever you think you're headed, chances are on your way there, you're going to end up somewhere else. You're going to end up somewhere else. And so this is what happened, man. They shipwreck on this island, but they all survived. Nobody died. And he's, at, he's on there, you know, and they're like, all right, you know, we're cold. We're freezing. You know, here's some more. Let's build a fire so that we can maybe cook ourselves a little something. We can stay warm. Let's just try to survive, right? And so as he's picking up these sticks to throw on the fire, it says that a poisonous viper <laughs> latched onto his hand. So guys, I'm telling you, when you're on the road, when you're out there, when you're going for it, when you're going for the dream, when you're going for the stuff, when you're taking steps in the direction, 
to see the stuff that's in your heart become a reality, what's going to happen? Storms are going to happen. Wind's going to happen. Waves are going to happen. People are going to try to abandon you. But if you can stay on it, it'd be so great if I could say everything's going to work out just fine, exactly according to plan. Not really. Guess what? You're going to experience some shipwreck moments. You're going to experience some snake bite moments. People that you thought you could trust, people that you thought were going to be with you till the end, they're going to bite you. You're going to end up in places that you didn't intend on going. Guys, every now and then I look at my life and I'm like, man, how did we get to the place where I'd be making a bunch of merchandise for a bunch of pro wrestlers? How did we get there? How did I go from doing what I was doing to doing this over here? Well, I'll tell you what, man, it's because whatever, the universe got a hell of a sense of humor. It sure is funny. You know, there's, a, uh, there's a, uh, an old proverb, uh, or uh, it's, it's in the scripture. It says that he chooses the foolish things to confound the wise. And if there's anything foolish on this planet, it's a bunch of grown men wrestling each other for fun, putting on a show in their spandex. You know what I'm saying? It's different. It's weird. But guys, somehow it has brought me to a place where I'm able to do things like this. It's brought me to a place and elevated me to a, to a, to a, a platform where I'm able to reach out and help people in a way that I really, really and truly believe in. Where I can make friends, tell stories, give gifts, throw parties, live my life's mission on my own terms and actually have a difference, you know, make a difference, but doing it all in, in my own way, right? It all works out, right? But there's going to be shipwreck moments. There's going to be snake bite moments. So even he survived the shipwreck just so he could get on shore and be snake bitten. But you know what it says? The end of that story, it says that he shook that snake off and tossed it into the fire and he walked away completely fine, completely fine, unharmed, and the people on that island saw that and they were like, oh my God, this is crazy. Who is this guy? We got to listen to what he says. And they helped him get to where he wanted to go. So guys, as long as you stay the course, as long as you cut the lifeboats and watch them drift away, as long as you stay determined and you stay focused and you stay in it to win it, I'm telling you, you're going to end up where you're going to want to go. But you know how you're going to get there? You're going to get there like this. You're going to get there through a shipwreck and a snake bite. And this is going to happen. And that's going to happen. And sooner or later, you're going to end up dipsy doodle and boom, you're going to be right where you want to be. You're going to be right where you want to be. But during that journey, there's these two words that really kind of like, you know, uh, you know, came up in my, in my heart this week. And that was bliss and emptiness, bliss and emptiness, joy and pain, joy and sorrow, fullness and emptiness. And along our journey, there's going to be moments where we have total joy. Total and complete joy, absolutely having the time of our lives, everything working out, no problem, everything just going fantastic. You know, I look back and, you know, and as silly as it may sound, man, I had some real moments of joy at the beginning of this year, real moments of joy. I, I threw a party and I know that, that that sounds silly, right? It sounds silly that uh, you know, that throwing a party would be something that would be a, a literal life-changing, uh, life-changing thing for me. But it was. Every year I throw a Mardi Gras party at my, uh, at my apartment complex where I live in Santa Monica. And it, it just, it was a big risk. I, I put a lot of money into that party, but we just did it big, full blast, right? And, and it was amazing. But the vibe and everything that was going on there in that space, it just, it completely captured the essence 
of what I live for, to create an environment, to create an experience for people where they can, they can uh, feel joy at a high level. Because when you're feeling and experiencing joy, you kind of forget, you know, once and for all, you kind of forget uh, all the stuff that's going on in your life that would hinder you otherwise, that, you know, kind of distracts away. You forget your worries. You forget your troubles, right? And you just are there in the moment. And it was just powerful. And there was a brass band, man. There was a tuba in my courtyard. It was so good. I loved it. It was a moment of pure joy. Another moment of pure joy that I had in the journey of 2020 so far, I had a little baby niece that was born. And for, through some sort of wild scheduling and some layovers with Spirit Airlines, I was able to go and spend about six hours with young baby Collins, young baby C-Note, young C-Murder down in the dirty south. I was able to sit there and hold her for five or six hours just a few days after she was born. Moments of pure joy. And then a week or two later, Talk about empty. Every event that my business was going to be a part of, every deal that we had made, gone, canceled. And there was a deep emptiness, a deep emptiness that came in my life. Because guys, I'm a single guy. It's just me and the dog over here laying up and by yourself over here in Dogtown, right up the street. This joy and this emptiness at the same time. It's joy and emptiness. And so when you experience those moments of joy, but you don't have the emptiness for it to, you know, uh, you know to be, uh, you know, up against, to, to be able to see the difference between those two, it, 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 it's like this balance. It's this yin-yang thing. You got to have both because, and that's really what it means to really be thriving is to be able to go through those moments of joy and to be present enough in those moments where you fully experience it where you fully embrace those moments and you just go for it, you live in it, just like just like you would. I mean, guys, I mean, right now, you know what I'm thinking about? I'm thinking about a big old deep dish pizza. Come on. I'm thinking about a big old, I'm talking like this thick, bro. I'm talking about you could lay your head down like a on it like a pillow. Just a big old sausage-filled Chicago deep dish pizza, right? And just sinking your teeth into that, feeling it. I remember one time I was driving from Chicago to California and on the way out of Chicago, <laughs> I stopped at Pequod's. I got myself an entire deep dish pizza all to myself. And at about, you know, 10, 20 minutes outside of town, I was like, all right, I'm going to bust this thing open, start eating it while I drive. And they didn't cut it. They didn't slice the pizza for me. So I'm literally ripping off big chunks of deep dish pizza and just, ah, and that's what it's like when the moments are good. When the moments are high, when the joy is off the charts in your life, guys, sink your damn teeth into it. Feel it. But a lot of times we spend half the time of our joy moments thinking about, oh, well, it's probably going to go away. Oh, what if what I, I can't let myself really experience this joy full blast because what if it what if it goes away? Well, I, you know, and, and we just come up with these different excuses of why we should not be fully engaged in this at the moment right? We do. I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. And when something good happens, what's the catch? When's that rug going to get pulled out from underneath me? <laughs> Where, where's the Corona in this issue? Where's the COVID? Where's the, what's the catch here? And then at the same time, when things go bad, we do the opposite. We do the opposite. We think that this, this bad experience that we're having is going to be forever. This is it. Nothing's ever going to change for me. Isn't that weird? 
when things are good, we think it's temporary. When things are bad, we think it's forever. Bliss and emptiness. Emptiness. Joy and impermanence. It's these two things. It's like this dance, you know? And I want to encourage you guys. Maybe we try to flip that a little bit. Not necessarily to think that this joy is going to be forever. Joy without impermanence, it's not real, man. It's not sustainable. That's not necessarily, yeah, you can always be happy. Every day can be a good day. If your attitude is right, if your heart is, is strong and solid and you keep your head on straight, keep your eyes on the prize, yeah, you can have some killer days. But with that impermanence, man, it makes it that much better. Every relationship you have is closer today than it ever has been before to being over. Yikes. Let me say that one more time. Every relationship that you have is closer today than it has ever been to being over. It's impermanent. That doesn't mean disengage. That means lean in. Get everything out of it that you possibly can. These dreams that you have in your heart, these things that you're going after, these thoughts, these ideas, these plans, these hopes, these visions, whatever you want to call it, these desires, lean into them, guys. Give it all you have. Give it all you got. Get in there. Sink your teeth into it. Deep dish style. Both hands. And when the things go wrong, when you find yourself in that storm, when you find yourself in those, ish, in those places, realize it's not forever. I've had some dark moments, dark moments during this, during the pandemic, right? Some shutdown moments, just feeling totally alone. It's not forever. It's not forever. Try to keep a little bit of joy in those empty times because emptiness, impermanence minus joy, yo, that's some shadowy stuff right there. That's where depression that, that's where some real heaviness can come in. That's where we kind of start losing a little bit of a grip on reality. That's where we start losing a little bit of grip and we start creating scenarios like I talked about a week or two ago where we start creating and finding ways to make these negative thoughts that are going on in our mind to try to prove them to be true. And we start making up a lot of stuff that's probably not really based in reality. Are y'all picking up what I'm putting down? You want both joy and impermanence. Those two things together, the joy and the emptiness, both things, both sides. It takes both to live a full life. It takes both to live a full life. And you go through these things in relationships too. Whether it be family relationships, romantic relationships, friendships, whatever. There's going to be times where it's great. There's going to be times when it's awesome. And I don't know, maybe there's some of you that are probably, you know, with everything that's going on, there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's an election coming up. We, we got a revolution going on in the streets still. No end in sight. And this is maybe causing some tough, uh, some tough conversations to have to be happening in your world, in your family, you know? And that brings change, right? And when you start finally speaking up about 
No, this is really what I think. This is, this is how I am. This is, this is what I need. This is, you know, this is where I'm at. There's going to be shifts in that family dynamic, man. It's going to get uncomfortable for a while. When you start having those uncomfortable conversations, things shift, things change, right? You might have to find a new way of being with those people. You might have to find a new way of relating to them. It's painful. It doesn't, it doesn't feel great. You know, it's one of the things that was, you know, written in. I, I, I said that, you know, I asked, you know, on, on my Instagram story, I said, what do you need to hear today? And somebody wrote in that I need to hear that the sorrow of experiences, experiencing this, you know, relational dynamics when you start speaking up about things, you know, in the family and there's that disagreement, there's that conflict, there's that friction within the family and other close relationships, there is some serious pain and sorrow that goes, you know, that goes along with that. And guys, it does get better. They might not ever change, but you will certainly get better at being able to navigate it. The first, the first little bit is always the hardest. And that goes the same for anybody that's trying to get started with something, a dream, a desire, a passion, something that you're trying to pursue. That first little bit is the hardest, man. Just deciding to get going is the biggest step you'll ever take. And I don't know what that looks like for you today, tonight, tomorrow, whenever you're listening to this. I don't know what it looks like for you to get started. But I want to encourage you something I say on these deals all the time. Don't look 14 steps down the road. The only step that matters is the next one. And that is a proverb that I read off of a Johnny Walker whiskey billboard in Texas like five years ago. The only step that matters is the next one. So take that Johnny Walker wisdom for old Johnny B and start taking steps. Wind's going to come. Rain's going to come. Shipwreck going to come. Snake bite going to come. But cut the lifeboats. Stay determined. One step at a time. You got this. I believe in you. I'm here for you. If there's anything I can ever do for you, I, I would totally love it. You can go to jonathanbowles.com. And I'm actually, I uh, still, I'm offering a free 30-minute session, you know, just, to, just to, to talk, to hear where you're at, to, you know, to, to hear your story, to hear what's going on, you know, to hear maybe a, a business idea, creative idea, whatever. It's not just business stuff that I do. We do personal stuff too. Uh, if you want to do some Mediterranean, uh, Mediterranean, am I hungry? Do I need some gyros right now? If you want to do some meditation training, uh, talk a little bit more about that, learn a little bit about that. We do some shamanic healing stuff. We get deep, we get weird, we get out there. The bottom line is this, it's all in an effort to help you figure out what it is that's in your heart that you want to do, those desires, those dreams. And I want to help you any way I can get those out of here and out to here and see them happen. All right? Much love. We'll probably be back right here again next Friday, 5 o'clock Pacific time, 8 o'clock Eastern. The, the little HQ here is going to get a big facelift coming up soon. I'm so excited about it. We're going to start having this stuff probably available on Facebook and YouTube, maybe even Twitch. I don't even know what that is, but I think it's a big deal. So uh, we're going to go for it. But I'm with you. I'm in your corner. Thank you so much for your time. Comment on this. Let me know what you thought. Share it with somebody that might need to hear it. Cut the lifeboats, baby. Joy, emptiness, joy, impermanence. The good stuff, the bad stuff, all of it. I'm hugging you right now in my mind. Bless you. I love you. Thank you for your time. Thanks for being my friend. Love y'all. Bye.